0: This is the Straight Truth Podcast. Biblical answers to difficult questions from a Christian worldview. All right, Pastor, today I've got a good question for you, one that troubles a lot of people, I think, which is we hear in the New Testament especially, um, Paul saying things like, there is none righteous, no not one, there is none who does good. We even hear him say a little bit later in, in, uh, in the book of Titus, um, that unbelievers are not fit for any good work. And we kind of think of that in relation to, um, to unbelievers we know or just what we see or read or hear about in the culture. So we, we know that there are kind, decent, sweet, good citizens, heroic people that do sorts of works in the culture that, that seem good, to, not only to us, but of course to the rest of the world. You look at it objectively and say like, well, they've done a good work mm-hmm. uh, in the world. Um, even though those works they do not merit for them any standing with God. We, we know the full testimony of scripture and what God says about um, salvation. So I wonder if you can just help us understand what are these good works in the bi- biblical sense? How, do we, how might we distinguish between uh, works that I just described of just general people, and maybe unbelievers too, um, versus the
1: works that are the fruits of the spirit, evidence of, of true believers in Christ? Let's start on the side of uh, the good works of believers. Good works are those that are wrought in God, explained by God, impossible apart from God, apart from salvation. Uh, So we're all born into the world spiritually dead, estranged from God, and therefore the only abilities we have, the only capacities we have, are those that are explained by human nature since the fall. Mm. And all of those fall short of the glory of God. None of them, so, so, take one step back and and say it this way. For something to be good, it has to be aimed at the glory of God, the honor of God. It it needs to be something that pleases God. Well, Mm. human beings estranged from God without Jesus Christ aren't capable of that. Mm -hmm. So we do recognize, you're right, we we use it in common speech when we talk about, that was a good man. We don't necessarily mean that he was a believer. We, we, we mean he was a nice person or he was a helpful person or he's someone who's thoughtful. So even in our common way of speaking, even as believers, we recognize that there are human beings who are more pleasant than others. There mm-hmm. are human beings who are more helpful than others, more heroic than others, et cetera. Even Romans one indicates the possibility of a, of a downward trend mm-hmm. with respect to culture. You know, people, people God takes the, the, the common grace, barriers away, wherein he allows societies to go unfunction, he begins to judge a culture by giving men over to the darkness of their own hearts, what happens is a a downward trend in terms of, of sinful behavior. So we recognize that. But good in the sense of pleasing to God are those works that are explained by union with Jesus Christ, explained by the new birth, a new nature, things that are done in obedience to scripture. And so in that sense, lost human beings are not capable of any good. What what they do is not in fellowship with God, not for the glory of God, not out of their union with Jesus Christ, they don't have that, not out of eternal life, they don't possess it. So there's the distinction. Are these works explained by a relationship with God, made possible by a relationship with God, or are are they uh, simply the best that human beings can do when they're estranged from their creator? Hmm. So okay, so so let's just say I'm listening to this, and I'm I'm struggling
0: with that in terms of even my own vocabulary. Hmm. I look at what somebody does. Let's just say a soldier heroically defending um, a group of people receives the Medal of Honor. All of those things gets accolades. We look at that and say that was that he's an unbeliever. That was amazing. He he did a good act in the world, and in just. Correct me if I'm wrong, I'm hearing you say that because though it's not done, Romans 1, for the glory of God, in the biblical sense, it can't be explained by any sort of um, uh, uh, goodness, goodness in, in God's sight.
1: It can only be a kind of externally a kind of goodness in the world. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I do, Josh. I would, I would add this. So the only good that's salvific is the good that was accomplished by Christ Himself. Okay. I mean, there, there's even after being saved, if my works were to be measured by the standards of God, His His holiness, I fall short. I mean, even even as a regenerate person, the the good works that I do are not perfect, mm-hmm. right? They they still are not. They don't meet the, the, the absolute holy standard of God. Mm-hmm. So what God regards rewardable in the lives of His own people is seen through gracious eyes. And it's explained by the work of the Spirit of God. And it is assessed in our union with Jesus Christ. That's why they're rewardable. So even the good works of believers still reflect the fact that we're not yet glorified, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're still tainted in some respect by our remaining sinfulness. So we want to say that. But then when we talk about the good works of unbelievers, they are absent God. Mm-hmm. They're not in reference to God. They're not done for Him. Not in the true sense. Even if someone says they're doing it for God, mm-hmm. they, they don't have the knowledge of God. So so they're falling short of that. So when we talk about even the good things that human beings do, and I, and I don't overly obsess over vo- vocabulary. You can use one word with more than one meaning. Sure. So when I say a soldier committed a good deed when he saved a fellow soldier on the field of battle. I don't have to change the word and, and use some other word. It is good. Yes. No. But it's not, it doesn't merit salvation. Mm-hmm. Christ is the one who did the work necessary to save us. Mm-hmm. And even after having been saved, my righteousness is found in him. It's it's um, in terms of, of saving me, it's imputed righteousness that saves me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, practical righteousness is the result of the saving work of Christ in my life. But there's the distinction: Are these works wrought in God, or are they absent God? And any work that's absent God, no matter how good it is, is um, it falls short of the standard of of true goodness. So, if you have a believer
0: that hears this and uh, and they respond to you like, "Well, that troubles me," then like I, I don't, I don't. I don't like uh, thinking in these terms, you know? Um, I hear what you're saying, I understand what you're saying, but it's I, I, it's hard for me to not look at my children who are not believers and mm. see some good things that they've done and not call them good in an objective sort of sense. Mm-hmm. But to say like, well, that goodness though is tainted by sin
1: because it's not for God's glory. How would you respond to that? I would say again, I would, would uh, underscore once more, I'm not asking that that we change our vocabulary, that we can't use the word "good" with respect to something our child does. We can. That's, that is good. It's good when you show generosity to your brother or sister. It's good when you obey your mother or father. These are, are good things, but they can't save you. And so, what I, what I've got to recognize as a parent, no matter how much it troubles me, is my children are in need of the new birth. Mm-hmm. My children are in need of the gospel. And any believing parent really knows this. And so what they're aiming to do in their home is to be a good evangelist. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's good that we praise right behavior. I mean, this is what human government is meant to do, to mm-hmm. praise right behavior and to punish wrong behavior. Yeah, and it's good as we teach our children those standards and we praise them for right behaviors mm-hmm. and we discipline them for wrong behaviors, but we don't need to confuse that with whether or not they need Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, no, no one's born into this world a Christian And so every single one of us needed the Savior. And as a parent, that's what I want to do, lead my children to Christ. Thanks again for joining us for this episode
0: of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now, Straight Truth is listener supported. So if you'd like to find out ways how you can help us to continue to produce this podcast, you can go to our website and find out ways to do that, straighttruth.net. At that website, you'll also find links to all of our previous episodes and our social media channels. So be sure to check it out. Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingandgrace.org.